Hi, and welcome to the Liberation Lab for Women in Business. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Together in the Liberation Lab, we explore what it actually takes to create fulfillment, success, and freedom. In today's episode, we want to pull a thread from another episode. We've talked about money and investing in your business, and we've talked about valuing yourself. But today, we wanted to talk about profit and specifically why profit comes before impact. Many women, including myself, are focused on impact. We want to change the world, support others, and really contribute to the lives around us. We often struggle to tie in the importance of profit to our impact equation. Women can do so much more in the world when we are in power, and that includes financial power. This is a good conversation around why we need to be focused on making profit in our business. If you're enjoying the show, we'd be so happy to have you review us on iTunes. You can also head over to theliberationlab.com to subscribe and access some amazing resources to help you feel more liberation. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Liberation Lab. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and I'm here in the beautiful San Diego this week. And I am joined by my lovely co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman. Hey, Laura. Hey, I am really wishing I was sitting there in San Diego with you on the beach with our toes in the sand. <laughs> yes, I'm literally talking right now into the into the microphone and looking at this amazing ocean view that is just so very lovely. I wish you were here too. Yeah, it's beautiful there. I know it's so hard when you're in the States and we can't make a meeting happen because you're so much closer than normal, but yet still too far away. (laughs) (laughs) For this time, for this time. Yes, for this time. (laughs) All right, awesome. Well, look, today we wanted to dive into a topic that is sort of a thread of one we've already had. And, you know, there's so many things we could talk about around money and especially with women because I think we have an interesting relationship with money. And we've talked a little bit about investing and value And today I wanted to specifically talk about profit and really how profit needs to come before impact. And I think this will be a bit of a controversial um, talk because I think a lot of women struggle with the idea of profit. And so we're going to dive in and see what comes up today. I think that's a great idea. And I I do think it's going to, I mean, that's why we're going to tackle it because we like topics that make us um, think a little bit differently. And I am, I am definitely a self-confessed, um, profit, uh, challenged person as far as, yeah, like give me, give me impact all day and I'll talk your ear off about all the impact and then talk to me about my, how my QuickBooks is looking and my P&L, my latest financial reports. And I want to crawl in a hole. Yes. (laughs) Really? We really have to talk about that. Like my accountant laughs at me. She's like, you know, it's not, um, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's like actually a good thing when you look at your reports and you can see all the money and you can see what's happening. And so it's funny because it doesn't even matter if it's, um, it's not the money, whether it's, uh, income or, oops, that's my guy in the background. Sorry about that. Um, but that's how he is sounding. That's how I feel when my accountant like wants me to open my books. And it's not even that it's, you know, good or bad is what I was saying. It's just the matter of looking at numbers for some reason has yeah. been something that I've always been challenged by. It's just not my favorite thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we're, we as women in general are challenged by looking at our numbers, you know, really looking at the profit that we're making. I mean, I, I have been guilty of this for so, so, so many years in the past. And so have a lot of the women I've worked with where we don't even have a clue what we made you know, per month, per year, like there's just not, not even a total of our income. Um, and, and we're just afraid to look at the numbers. And, and I think more than that, we, we almost downplay the idea of profit and the idea of really making income and a lot of it, right? I think we, you know, we're so focused on making it about impact, and what happens is we actually lose impact when we're not focused on making profit in our business. Yeah, that's where I, the angle and what I'm interested sort of in coming in today on the conversation, because I have suffered from that mentality as well that, well, let me just get the impact and the money will figure itself out. And although many women entrepreneurs self-report being more motivated by their sense of impact or what they're achieving, how they're, um, the problem that they're solving in the world. You're right. If we don't look at the numbers, like how is that a ship that's going to really sell? Like, and how are we really going to make the impact we're here to make if we're not looking at the numbers as like a, as a map? Cause they really do give us information that we need. Yeah, they do. And I think, you know, it, it's, of course, about women and how we're motivated. Because I do agree with you. Like, I think most women are not motivated by the money figures themselves. And truthfully, I don't think men are that motivated by money figures either. It's about what the money figures mean. And it's about the value that we assign them. And I think, you know, we're afraid of the idea of profit because it's so attached to greed. It's attached to ambition in the, in the negative sense. It's attached to all these sort of negative connotations that if we're after profit, it's, it's not in service. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's the myth I think we've got to start busting because really it is in service to be profitable in business. It is not only in service to your clients because you can reach more of them. You can actually help the clients you have and not have to close your business down. It's in profit. It's actually also in benefit to your family. And the other thing that I think we need to talk about and address is, you know, we need more women in positions of power and money and profitability that are examples in the world and that are using all of that profit for good. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, um, you know, this whole, there's actually recently been, uh, there was a Forbes article about the number of women that are starting to create angel investing, um, firms and trying to find ways to fund women. And that is good news because it means that there are women in the world that, um, and I wish I had that stat in front of me because I think it was like, you know, it, by a certain year, it's like a trillion, there's a trillion dollars that could be owned or, or you know, um, held by female CEOs and leaders. And if women are then investing this in other women's businesses, like the impact that that can make. But the reality is, is that regardless if it's a, um, a male VC or a female VC, they're going to want to see what your thinking of in, ter- in terms of your numbers, like they're going to need yeah. to see the numbers of your business. And if we're going to all start funding one another and raising each other up, then let's make it a lot more exciting to talk about our numbers. Like let's take the shame away from the numbers. Or like you said, 
the association that that profit is about greed. And and I, I think that that also kind of comes back to some of the things you and I've talked about before. It's women are so used to not having our labor qualified with um, financial reward. So we've done a lot of domestic work. We do a lot of care work. We do a lot of things in the world that hasn't always gotten valued. And even when we're in um, the more value-driven um, professions or the ones that are acknowledged like medicine and engineering and business and technology, women are not getting paid as much. So there's this interesting internalization of money being maybe something bad. And then there's the cultural experience um, and, and sort of that internalized that it's not something that we are necessarily going to be rewarded you know, like that we've sort of accepted, we're just not going to make as much or we're not going to be rewarded. So we might as well just focus on the impact since that's not happening. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I, I think we have, we can address this issue without looking at it in both ways, like internally and on a sort of micro level with ourselves, where are we, you know, sort of dealing with these ideas of what profit means and how that's attached to greed and other things. And we also have to look at it systemically because in the world, you know, women often aren't, they definitely not boastful of their profit. They don't talk a lot about their profit. They feel embarrassed and shamed to talk about their profit. And we don't see a lot of great examples about really profitable women that are in integrity as well. Like I think, you know, sometimes we see examples of people who are, you know, purporting to make millions and sitting on the beach and, you know, there's sort of all that stuff. And as we talked about in many of our podcasts, we, you know, we don't subscribe to sort of that inauthentic, you know, here I am, it's so easy to make millions of dollars. What I, what I don't see often though is real people who've struggled, who've succeeded, who are, you know, in integrity with themselves, who are living the realness of that life with profit, with power, and they're able to make a lot of impact. There are definitely some women out there, but I don't think we have nearly enough. Yeah. And you're right. I don't know if there's more that we're just not hearing the stories. And that's, I'm always interested in, um, in just hearing more women's experiences and stories behind it. And I think that that ability, we all want to hear the true story of success. No one's really interested in that overnight. Um, like, Oh yeah, just overnight success. Like I want to hear the different ups and downs, because I do know that businesses ebb and flow. And I do know that sometimes people have three failing businesses before they have a successful business. And I'd love to see and hear more about women, um, women who've had that experience, because you're right, I don't recall hearing that very often. So yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, this back to sort of this idea of profit. I mean, I think, so many women get into business with passion, right? They want to create yeah. something that's powerful and impactful in the world. I did this as well. And I still do this, right? It's, you know, I want to make impact. It doesn't mean anything to me if I'm just in it for profit. But I think what what happens is a lot of women then confuse that it has to be all about the impact. And if profit comes, great. But it's like this afterthought or it's like this, you know, that would be nice. Instead of recognizing that if profit doesn't actually come first, you lose 
so much impact because you will have to close your doors because you can reach, you know, less people when you're not profitable, when you're constantly struggling day to day in your business to barely make enough money to cover your bills or to barely make enough money to, to feed your family or whatever it is that you're, you know, just sort of barely surviving or just cutting even, right? Which is, I think a lot of women actually are quite comfortable with just making everything even. Their expenses, their profit, maybe enough money to pay some of their bills, like that's good enough. And I think, you know, what we don't recognize is all of the impact we can have if we had a lot more profit. Mm -hmm. I have heard a lot of women um, say that if they just, you know, were able to break even, then they were okay, you know? And they they've sort of just accepted that. I think that that's what we need to be careful of is sort of this assumption that, um, you know, that this is just just normal or okay. And, and instead of raising the bar, like you were saying and realizing what if we looked at the sustainability of our passion being linked to our profitability. And so that was actually a, that was an important shift in my mindset because when I, realized that, oh, I need to make this impact sustainable. It's not just about this thing that I'm doing right now. I want it to be something that continues long after I'm gone also, right? It's like, this isn't just something I need to be on the hamster wheel churning out. It's like, I need to create something that could be a systemic change that could be sustained. And that type of change requires profit, requires a certain amount of financial support. And I think that, um, again, this goes back to the long game that we talked about in the last episode, remembering that as an entrepreneur, where you're in a long game, we need resources. We talked about the power and the importance of energy. And so money is another way of moving energy through your business. And it is the current currency that we use in today's world to be able to keep our doors open, to be able to pay our vendors, pay the bills, you know, and bring in money as a comp. That's how we are being compensated for the services or the products that we are providing. So if we're not comfortable with the profitability piece of all of that, then it really is going to bring, um, it's going to be the downfall of that passion, which is, would be such a shame. Right. That's why I know we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think maybe we need to break down and really sort of bring, I mean, I, I know that this is sort of a given, but maybe we need to sort of break down and really bring to light you know, this, this whole idea of impact, right? Because we hear that a lot, right? Impact, you know, I want to make impact. I hear so many women say like, I just want to really make an impact in the world. Okay, great. And maybe we need to talk about what that actually means, right? Yeah. Because, you know, if an impact is like this indention, like this, this um, mark on the world, right? That's what an impact means. And so in order to make a mark on the world, you know, how are we doing that? I think, you know, we can just by breathing and going out and smiling at people or, you know, being kind to people, those are all impacts that we're making every day. But when we're talking about making impact in a business, that's about being able to change lives through the business. That's about being able to change the world through the business. And the only way to do that is to, yes, A, be sustainable, you know, B, you have to be able to keep going and like making money and, and actually creating and growing yourself in order to have that impact. So, you know, what happens so often is that people get drained, right? They, 
they get exhausted like we talked about last episode or they get burnt out and then, well, they can't make any impact then. Right. And, you know, and then ha- like it's about reaching more and more people. I mean, the more impact we have, right? And that is about being able to touch more lives and reach more people. And we need profit to do that. Yes. Yes. So getting comfortable with being with profit. This is the challenge I find. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Being comfortable. So we can break it down and realize that in order to have this effect on the world, on people, to have this influence, we need the support of profit because it simply broken down is energy. And if to to make an impact on something or someone, it takes an energetic, an extraordinary amount of energy. And how do we do an extraordinary act without sustainable support? And why is it so hard for us to look at money as part of that sustainable equation, I guess? Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm pointing fingers back at myself. Why is that so hard for me? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, I mean, and this is the interesting part, right? And this all, this comes back to a lot of what we've talked about before, which is that, you know, we have to look at our own mindset around money, right? And our own values tied to it and our own wounds tied to it, which we've talked about as well. And I think we have to, you know, really address how do we feel about money and we've got to shift it. I mean, you know, of course, we always talk about empowering women and sort of this more you know, like we need powerful women in the world. We need women to shift their money mindset so that they are leaders. So they are, you know, impacting with their wallet, you know, really. I mean, we already have a lot of purchasing power, you know, with things we buy in the home and consumer goods. And, but you know, how much more impact could we have if we were making a huge amount of profit in our business? How many more things could we create? How many more people could we help? How many, you know, lives could we change? I mean, really, like, I think we really have, I mean, like we keep kind of saying the same thing, but I think we've got to hit it home that this is a really, really important shift we have to make in our mindset. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because if we are at the, if we're at the top feeling comfortable with profitability and money, then we are not only making an impact in whatever individual mission we're on, but we are then supporting other women. And I love that there, that's what the research shows too, that women will fund other women in other philanthropy, you know, other type of um, charitable work and philanthropic, blah, blah, that word, um, they will do more of that work in the world as well. So they're not only funding other women's businesses, they are in a position that if there is something that's a nonprofit or something that's a passion for you, guess what? You have the money to then say, you know what? Bam, here's a foundation that I've created in order to support this. And so I love that it can go both ways too, because you can reinvest into a business that's a profitable business, or you can choose the different things that different funds, foundations, nonprofits, and charities that you want to support. But if we aren't bringing in that energy, we aren't making that money, then we aren't able to contribute in that way. And that's the shame because women have all of that passion to do so. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And this is one of those things we have to shift. And I think, you know, like in some really practical ways, I think one of the things that everybody can do, all the listeners and us as well, and this is something I do for myself too, is that we have to begin to look at how can we tie profit into our values? Like in what way can we back profit? 
right? Like with our mindset, with our passion, with, you know, for a long time, I mean, I am so guilty of this, like for a long time in my business, right? I've been in business 17 years for many, many, many of those 17 years. I didn't care about profit. I didn't care about money. For me, it was about impact, right? That is where all my attention was. That was That's where all my focus was. As long as I'm touching lives, as long as I'm transferring forming people. It doesn't matter what kind of profit I make. It doesn't make, like I really, really downplayed profit. And, you know, it wasn't until I had this huge sort of light bulb moment where I recognized what profit will bring in my mission, like what it will do as an example for women, what it will do to support women to step up what it will do, you know, as a pathway for empowerment and how much I can impact the world with that profit. It wasn't until I really tied all that profit idea into my values that I was able to make a huge shift in my business. And I think this is what everyone has to do is they have to look at themselves and say, how do they, it can't just be about the profit and it can't just be because the world says you should make this money or because everyone wants to make a million dollars, right? Because this is this like coined term. I want to make a million dollars. You have to actually tie it into something you can visualize backing. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I just don't, I don't know why it, t- it has taken me this long as well. So it's like as listeners, um, you know, some of, some of those listening might be in our shoes and, um, struggling with this. Some may have picked this up um, years ago, but I know that it's taken me almost a decade. And I knew that I needed to start putting the focus on my profitability earlier, but really I feel like it's come home. And maybe it's come home because this has been termed the year of the woman. And there has been a lot of women stepping up with all of the, you know, sexual assault allegations like coming out and women stepping out with the me, hashtag me too, and women stepping forward and saying, we're going to fund other women. Like there's something right now I feel that is supporting us in claiming our right to profitability in a way that maybe just in the female psyche, we haven't really allowed ourselves to, to do before going back to what I was, you know, saying when we haven't really been treated with a lot of, um, like we haven't been rewarded financially. We are now finally making the shift around this corner. Mm. You know, yeah. it's emerging. And, it's an emerging consciousness. I know it's not all fully there, but I feel like it's emerging. Yeah. And I, and I think it need we need more conversations, right? Which is why we're bringing yeah. this up because yeah. I think we need to talk about it. And it's funny because, you know, I do a lot of sort of testing of topics on, um, you know, social media, right? So I, you know, put some of my thoughts and ideas and some of my lessons and learnings on social media and I test to see how people respond. Like what are people interested in? What are they not interested in? And it's really funny because if I talk about value, like people will chime in, but there's a couple of posts I've made that talk about how profit and good profit and how we need more good profit and how we need to be talking about profit. And those posts are like crickets. Like, like, <laughs> like no one yeah. responds, right? It's like this, like, 
nothing. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's really interesting because I think it's this topic that's very uncomfortable. And in order to address it and talk about it, you have to be really comfortable with it, you know, or at least that's, that's what a lot of people think. And I think people aren't, you know, they're not comfortable. It's like this word that just it has this icky connotation. And, you know, we need to turn that around and start to redefine it. No, absolutely. I mean, I really think that there's some sort of in, ingrained beliefs around the, I don't know, around like, it's not appropriate to talk about money. It's not ladylike to talk about money or like there's yeah. something because even women actually, I think I've mentioned her book before. Um, Amanda Steinberg is the author of Worth It and she talks uh, it's really a great read because she's created a whole financial platform for women to learn more about how to invest their money. And she talks about the challenge of so many women um, not even having these conversations with their their husbands, with their partners, with their, the most intimate person in their life. They're not even comfortable talking about money. So how many couples – and I know as a therapist how big money is in couple – you know, couplehood. It's often one of the main reasons why couples come into therapy yep. is there's challenges around money. And yet, so we're not feeling comfortable talking about money in our relationships. We didn't see our mother and our fathers talk about money. We don't know how to talk about it with each other. We feel embarrassed or, I mean, how many people want to just admit to their friends like, yeah, this is how much debt I have, or this is my current P and L. It's like everyone is talking about everything else, but the money. Yeah. Because it's not comfortable. And I don't know if that's the same for men because I feel like men kind of throw around numbers. It's important to them to be successful, but I feel like they kind of – I don't know if, that, if that's true. What do you think? Have you heard – it just feels like men talk about money a little bit more um, freely with one another. Like it's something that they feel – I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think everyone shines a light on the positive side of it, right? Like no yeah. one wants to talk about the shame around money or right. the uncomfortable stuff around money. Like, and, and this is where I feel like we're not serving each other and we're not serving the world because we need to talk about the sequence to money, right? The steps to money, which oftentimes is in the struggle of money, right? And, and I think we're not talking about that. We're just talking about sort of this, really unrealistic viewpoint. Like I remember there was this post on Facebook that talked about, you know, would you rather have a million dollars or impact a thousand people? Or it was like something, some, some question like that. And everyone was like, I want the million dollars. I mean, there was like a thousand comments saying they wanted a million dollars. And I'm just thinking like, what is it around this number? Like there's just this, this illusion, this, this idea we throw out. Like I want to be a millionaire. I want to make a million dollars. It's like, but there's no realities to it, right? There's no like, well, how do you actually get there? What are the steps of that? Well, why don't we start with making 50,000? Why don't we start with making 500,000? Like, you know, why don't we start with making consistently 20,000 a month in our business? You know, like there's, there's just, we sort of throw this one number out. And we, we don't look at the realities about, you know, what it takes to get there and the, the, the struggle or the journey or, or how we actually move in that direction. And I think, you know, people are very uncomfortable with a lot of the areas of money, the gray areas or the darker areas. And so, yeah, they just, I think even men or women are more comfortable talking about the positives. Yeah. So I think, you know, we've got to really, um, address 
sort of the darker aspects and where we're uncomfortable with money and talk it, talk more and more about it. Yeah, I think so. And I did actually find the number I was looking for. I wanted to quote um, for about how much uh, wealth that women are controlling. And it says that this was a Forbes article. Um, it's titled, let's see if anybody wants to look it up. It's really interesting. Women become financers to disrupt the funding landscape for entrepreneurs. And it's written by Jerry Stingle. And she writes that um, because women now control 51%, which is 14 trillion of personal wealth in the US, they're not only helping other women, but they're changing the funding landscape. And that by 2020, American women will control roughly 22 trillion, according to the Financial Concerns of Women, which is a report by the BMO Wealth Institute. So isn't that fascinating? Like how much wealth that we actually have access to. And so where are these women and how are these conversations happening <laughs> around money? Right. And, we, and, yeah. And you don't see, and, and see, this is part of the problem, right? What, well, we, we see people, I mean, I don't know about you, but my experience is if someone's talking about profit, they're greedy corporations or they're greedy salesmen, right? Like that's my experience, right? I've in, in the, yeah. in my lifetime, pictures, television, and anytime I've ever heard anyone talking about profit, it's greedy, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's yucky. It's, it's got this connotation that's very negative. That's my visual viewpoint. That's my reference point. Yeah. And, and how many women and how many people in general are talking about it from a positive, you know, from what impact it can make, from what it means and is tied to actual their values. And you rarely see it. Yeah. That's a very good point because that's where my, my mind goes as well. I've, you know, through the work I've done kind of uncovering my beliefs around money, I definitely have a belief that money corrupts. So if there is a desire for me to increase the revenue and the money coming into my business, but I also hold a belief that money equals corruption, that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. And you're right. It's like if we had more conversations, though, so if I was then listening in on women who were really comfortable with money coming in and with their profit. And they were so excited about how um, this great, you know, they really are excited about their P&Ls this month because now their profit is at this margin and they're going to take it and do this wonderful thing and what it's going to mean for their impact, yep. right? It's like if that was the conversation, but you're right, it's almost like we're just shortcutting, not talking about the profit, only talking about the passion. Yeah. And then there's not really any models for us. And then yet there apparently are women controlling 51% of personal wealth. So fascinating that we could be in control of wealth, but not owning it, not wanting to talk about it in yep. very positive ways. Yeah. And that is detrimental to us. Not owning it and not talking about it is detrimental. We all need to be owning it more. We all need to be talking about it more. And I mean, if you can think about it, I mean, think of people like Oprah, right? I mean, yeah, huge amount of personal wealth. Like she's made a huge amount of profit in her lifetime, but she doesn't really talk about it. Right. She'll talk about her impact. Yeah. And, it, and it's because it's not a good optic, right? <laughs> like right. because there's so much negative connotation to it, it's not a good optic. And women don't want to be seen as you know, wealth leaders and profit leaders and, you know, and, and probably there are a few women who are examples who are not 
great either. Like they, they're very masculine. They are really striving for profit from an unhealthy wound or unhealthy place. And we might see those examples as well and then say, yep, proof, you know, money corrupts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn out like that. Yeah, that is actually a really interesting point about Oprah because I would love to hear someone like her, either her or someone in her position, talk about their relationship to being wealthy. Mm. I don't know if, you know, like how do you feel about your money day to day? Did you always embrace it? Did it feel weird for you? Do you still feel guilty about it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is it like? Because I think that, um, I would have to, you know, and that, and that's an interesting thing to imagine. Um, if I was to come into just like if my business just all of a sudden miraculously returned, um, this huge revenue to me, I'd be like guilty. That's my first thought. And, you know, I don't know if I would be out like celebrating. I'd probably be like, Oh shoot. Like that's a lot. Like, is that mine to have? Like, I think that I'm still programmed to feel like, what are people going to think now? And they're going to think I'm not as purpose driven now because I just had this huge downfall of money. And now all of a sudden I'm going to be, so it's not just my own association with money as corruption, but my fear that other people will doubt my integrity if I have this huge downfall of money. Yeah. And many women sabotage themselves when they get an influx of money. Yeah. You know, or they try to offload it quickly, right? Like, like burning a hole in your pocket. It's like, okay, I've got this money. Now I need to spend it. I need to, you know, pay for more services, do something, invest in my business more, you know, which is great. Like investing in your business is really important. We've talked about that before as well. But I think, you know, we have to look at from what intention are we taking action from? Yeah, definitely. Mm. So, you know, I I just wanted to quickly sort of run back to this idea too of like sequence, you know, because I talk a lot about sequence and, you know, which is really just putting the right steps in the right order so we can have success, right? And so much of that is building on each other. So, you know, in, in business, I talk about needing to have these sort of specific steps that build in sequence so that you can succeed. You know, so if you have a, for instance, strong, solid business foundation, uh, and before you start your marketing, you're going to succeed more in marketing, as an example. Well, I think that profit comes before impact. And, and I think we need to start seeing that as a sequence, a step. Like if we really want to have impact in our business, if we really want to reach people, if we really want to change lives, if our intentions are so pure and beautiful and good, and so many women's are, I think we have to see that profit is a step in that sequence. And it comes early in that step, you know, early in yeah. that sequence before, before we can have a lot of impact. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's something like you said, the sequence of it being something that we can claim to be a part of the process. And we feel good about that. Like we need to bring in, it's okay to have profit be in the front of that sequence because we felt guilty about that or unsure or something. Everybody has their own stuff, but this discomfort with it being in the front yeah, <laughs> and exactly. we want to put all the focus on the impact and then be like, oh, yeah, and then uh, of course I have to be profitable. It's like a secondhand kind of, call, you know, like, yeah. well, and of course I have to be profitable to make the impact and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it to the end of the line. Yeah. And, and I really, th- have to be, yeah. 
And I, and I think, you know, the, the thing is, I think we, if we don't have the intention to be profitable, you won't be profitable. Like it's just, it is an afterthought. It doesn't work. Like, you know, we need more actual structured intention because if I just want to have impact, well, I can, you know, go out and smile at someone. I could help everyone for free and have impact. Like really. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a lot, a lot of my life and career, right. you know, just yeah. help anybody, help everybody who, who needs my help, who needs some coaching. I'll just give it to you. Just come sit down and I'll, you know, I'll have a little conversation with you. But, you know, we don't recognize that like that is, is not the best sequence to have the most impact to, and to have the most success and the most fulfillment. I mean, all of it comes in the sequence and I think profit needs to come first. And this is what I think is not talked about and, and really uncomfortable. Yeah, I think it does. I think it makes a lot of people uncomfortable. It's made me uncomfortable for many years to think about putting my profit first, because I feel, especially coming toward, to, Coming to entrepreneurialism as an activist, it was always so easy for me to lead with the activism, lead with the impact. And it still is. I mean, honestly, it just still is. And I really appreciate you bringing this because I'm going to now be much more mindful of how do I, where am I putting profit in that sequencing? And how can I put it first when I'm making a strategic plan on impact? Because it's to me, it all goes back to the energy management systems, too, that we just talked about previously. Our body and our business have to have an equal amount of input and output. And if we just talk about impact, that's, again, like I said, it's an extraordinary amount of energy that creates an effect on something. That's my definition of impact. And how can you have an extraordinary impact on something if you don't have anything coming in first in that sequence? And profit is something that is about feeding you so that you can output your greatness. That's right. Right? Yeah. It's a really important way to just kind of put everything upside down from what probably most of us and most of the listeners have been thinking about because we're very comfortable putting prop, putting passion before profit. Most of us, it's just comes more second nature. You don't have to think about it. So habits take time to change. So how do we (laughs) start to yeah shift that way of thinking? Well, and I think, you know, the number one thing is we have to tie it into something that, that we value, right? Because I mean, one of the challenges is that it's about identity, right? So women, most women identify with service. Yes. So that's why we can, we can easily sort of value and back impact and giving and helping people and transforming. Uh, but we don't have, a lot of us don't have an identity that is mixed with profit and mm-hmm. making money and power even. Like, yeah. you know, so many women even deny power. I don't think we've officially had a power episode, but we really should. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's been the, um, yeah, it's been the a underlying, yeah. Yeah. But yes, we should have a power yeah, because it is, um, that might be because w- we haven't really learned to sit with profit as a being power with our business, power with a, an impact. It's, you know, we've experienced power over 
ourselves. Like we've yeah. been powered over. Yep. So we associate money with that corruption and that, that sense of being powered over. And we don't want to do that. We're trying not to use money in a negative way. But the reality is because we can come from that place of knowing that money can be in a negative way, that we can be mindful of how we're using it in a positive way. So how do you use that power with or that power to uplift or to, to um, yeah, to raise up the vibration of something that you believe is really important for the world to know and have and experience? Yeah. And I think, you know, that gets back into some of these examples. Like, you know, when we have more profit, we can make a lot more impact. You know, one of those ways is that we can help other women, you know, see and be examples of what we can achieve financially. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think another one is, you know, we can pull women up, like the more impact we yeah. have, the more women I can hire and pull up, the more people I can teach, the more people I can serve, the more examples I can have. So, you know, we pull women up. And then like you said before, I mean, women contribute to the community. So the more money we're making, the more profit we have, the more we can impact community financially, the more we can, you know, give, the more we can share, the more we can buy, the more we can invest. I mean, it's a, it's a win-win for everyone. Absolutely. So it's us experiencing kind of uncoupling this negativity that we have felt about profit and starting to associate it with this positive feeling of change and power with each other and for what it is that we believe in. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a good place to end today. And really, you know, I just want to encourage all of you to rethink your sort of feeling and mindset around profit and recognize that, you know, the more profitable you become, the more impact you're going to make in the world. So put it first. (laughs) Yes. All right. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. To get some great resources and listen to all of our episodes, visit theliberationlab.com. We want to help other women get the support they need to create more real success and freedom. If you're enjoying the show and want to support our mission, you can write a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who commented, emailed us, and reviewed our show. We are so appreciative of your support. See you next week.